Inside the Cave now brings you the official store to get all things Cave Crush and Inside the Cave at CaveCrushShop.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Cave Crush and like our Facebook page, Cave Crush Shop. Hey, yo! Y'all ready? It's time to go inside the cave. Inside the cave. With CB. Joe Dirt. Big Dog Said. Cousin Lamar. International D. Cat and Belly Bell featuring Roland and Charles Heard. Inside the cave, mother. All right, here we go. Welcome back inside the cave, inside the cave podcast.com. Go there right now and check out this week's show and also leave feedback on the inside the cave podcast.com. Shop cavecrushshop.com as well. Use the promo code, promo code DIRT at checkout and get yourself a discount on all things Cave Crush and Cave Crush Shop, inside the cave and Cave Crush. Loaded show, big show today. The crew is here, and let's get it started. I am CB at I'm the Real CB, and next to me today is Joe Dirt. What's up, everybody? Everybody doing today? Man is back with a great dirt sheets and one hell of a uh, sponsor for the dirt sheets today. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I also with us today. Don't like this CB. I know. I've already heard the room. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and get started. Also with us today, regular said. Yo, what up? Ain't no regular the, lo- the lovely, the talented, the breast co-host there is, Cat. Gentlemen, gentlemen. Hello, everyone. What you cooking, Cat? It's turkey burgers tonight. Turkey burgers. Yeah. There you go, at a girl. Keep, keep it healthy. Like. Keep it healthy. And also with us today, the Cleves Report podcast coming soon. Cleves Report on Instagram. Roland from Three Leaf Films. What's good, people? Big show today. Also with us today, sitting in with us. He, he was on our show, episode three, maybe four. I can't remember, but he is hilarious, funny. I've been knowing him a while. <laughs> Said calls him doggy. Welcome back to Inside the Cave for first time in a long time. Mayo, what up, homie? What up, man? What up, y'all? Good to be back, man. Welcome back. Welcome back. Have you been keeping up with us, man? Hey, all the time. <clears throat> my man, my man. You, hey, what's, what's the website you got, man? The blog site you got? Oh, we got a new uh, website now called uh, feedshiphop.com. Nice. And it's got news, all kind of hip hop, all over the world, uh, feeding on there. Nice, 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 nice. Glad to have you back on, man. So uh, we got a lot to talk about today. We got a new segment that I'm trying to uh, see how this works. Roller's going to do a nice video to promote it. But uh, apparently, uh, rumor is that black men ain't shit. So, uh, yeah, so uh, we got a lot to talk about uh, between Usher, R. Kelly, and now Kevin Hart. I guess black men ain't shit. So, uh, 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 well, you, I guess you'll find out. Let's get the show started with Kill Yourself and Start Over. The first segment, see something effed up? The A Block. Talk, Talk your shit. shit. Kill yourself 
and start over on Inside the Cave. All right, Joe, what you got, brother? Where should I fucking start? Okay, does anybody have a kill yourself and start over that's not R. Kelly related? Did we Maybe we could do I, that I first. Uh, I, I do. Yeah, I got uh, Michael Vick. Oh! Uh, he's uh, cooning with Jason Whitlock. They were singing coon tunes. You get a kill yourself and start over. Gonna tell uh, Colin Kaepernick that he need to cut his hair. Maybe he'll get a job in the NFL that way. Go sit your punk ass down somewhere. <laughs> All right, this is where I gotta disagree with you, Joe. Now, this ain't gonna get him no job. Let me tell you something. Now, this is just growing up. Mom taught me when you want to go get a job, put on a suit, get yourself clean shaven. Right now, he's unemployed. <laughs> he's not on the fucking NFL. Doesn't matter it if doesn't I, whenever whenever I went to get a warehouse job, you put a suit on and you clean yourself up. That's it. Playing in the damn NFL. Doesn't matter whatever it kind of job matter. supposed to be presentable. Well, See, that's all I don't understand about people. If he doesn't kneel down, that's the reason why these millennials are unemployed. Now. That's why he ain't got a job right now. That's the reason why millennials are unemployed. Shut up. Shan, I think I think Shannon Sharp said it the best. I, I think I think you have a point to a certain extent, CB. But Shannon Sharp said it best, where he said, "Listen." What Michael Vick said, and I and listen, Joe, I get it. I just don't think he was cooning. What he was, what he was doing was he was speaking from a perspective from his own issues. That Negro is a convicted felon. Colin Kaepernick just kneeled for the national anthem. There's but nothing not, he has to clean put up. But it doesn't matter. He doesn't have to cut his hair or shave his hair or put on some facade or dent. Basically, what you're saying is basically what Michael Vick is saying, and I do believe this to be true. I feel like if Colin really wanted to make a stand, he would denounce the NFL and say, I'm not going to tow your line. Because like you said, any business, you have to play the part. So, yeah, right. to, a, to a certain extent, he does have to clean himself up. Basically, right. what Michael Vick was saying was, is this is what I had to do to get back in. This is what I had to do to get another job. Remember, he had two jobs before he actually retired. So he had to toe the line, he had to do the apologizing, he had to do the, the PSAs, he had to kiss a lot of tail. And what he's saying to Colin is, bro, you know the code. Get back in line, cut your hair, do what you gotta but, do. But to make a point though, to make a quick point, if he didn't have his hair cut, if he don't cut his hair and still has that attitude, will he still get that job? Oh heck no, no. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because it don't matter. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, it, oh, but to a point, you, yeah, but you're right though. I tell people this. If you show up, if I show up to a doctor's office and when I get there, he's got piercings all over his ears, he's got tattoos all over, I'm gonna freak out. Exactly. Right, right, right. Because you know what I'm saying? But if I show up to a band, if I show up to a concert and the rock guy ain't got tattoos and he's wearing a coat. I got issues with that. And we all know that quarterback, all we all know, the quarterback is CEO of the team. Yes, right. I agree with that. Well, he has an image to maintain, and he needs well, a job. Everybody knows once you, once you, CB just said the operative word. He needs a job. That's what we think. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Once you get don't know job, if he, yeah, like we don't know if he needs the job because if he really needs the job, what's well, he, he doing? He wants a job. He wants a job. Like, like at my job, everybody came into the place. You had to, you had to pass a drug test. Once you got the drop, everybody's on drugs. 
I mean, that's just you got to play the game. You no, gotta but be- Mal, hey, hold on, though. But he, but Mal said a good point. He said, but does he need the job? I think I think that's a good. A grill. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think nobody's visiting that because he sure as hell ain't doing no press conferences begging for no job. Meanwhile, Mike Vick was asking him to denounce him himself being black. That's what he's saying. Nah. Oh, man, that's not what he's saying. Nah. Nah. I don't mean he can apply to NAACP. That like it's other places where he can apply fifty some million dollars out of his last contract. Right. So he could apply now to join, you know, an activism group. He could start an activism business if that's where his passion is. It's just that hey, right now it's like a little kid throwing a fit at, at the at the crib. It ain't, ain't gonna make it. You know, it's just not gonna cut it. It's kind of like oh, y'all complain about this work pants. You know, like you have to wear your work pants. You you can't complain that this is the uniform for the job you signed up for. Hey, Joe, let me ask you this. Joe, Joe, let me ask you this. Is there 32 teams in the league? 32, right? Okay, I just did the math. 32 times three. Because you need a third string quarterback. That's Most nine. teams do not carry a third string quarterback. Most teams only carry two. Okay, well then let's do the math. Okay, so that's sixty-four. That's sixty-four quarterbacks, right? Name uh, name me one that comes with this issue. Name me a name me a quarterback that comes with I, I kneeled or I took a stand or any other quarterback. Can you name what their other passion is other than football? the point that I'm making here. No, no. We know the point that you're making. And I'm in agreement with that. I'm not that. understanding what you're saying. What I'm Look, saying... Let me, let me tell you this, Zach. If Tom ahead. Brady saw Neil in game one of the new NFL season, I guarantee that motherfucker ain't gonna get his, have a problem playing. Because he's Tom, he Tom Brady. We all know that Colin Kaepernick's not Tom Brady. So what's the problem? What's the problem? His game or his attitude? It's, because it's if, a, it's, if, a, it's, if it's 64, you don't... I don't think it's uh, 64 better quarterbacks in the NFL than Colin Kaepernick. I know, but there's a, there's a thing called balance. So what happens is if you look at the if you look at the justice pendulum where they got the two little scales, right? The Libra scales. So if, if, if you talk about talent versus problem or controversy, if you t- like, for instance, like Ray Rice, Ray Rice would have a job today, even whooping his wife on camera. If he could still play the game, when he got suspended, he could. No, he couldn't. He was pretty much done. He was a thirty-something-year-old oh, runner. Nah, technically, he was barely. He was. Hey, might, might, maybe been right at thirty. I, I put it to you this way: I've seen other man, black man, athletes man. have problems and still have a job. That's all I'm saying. Man, they blackballing that man. So they blackballing that man. man. Come on. All right, all right, Joe, you got me. Toughest side over was going to the state of Illinois. Them not giving me my goddamn state check. 
got this damn uh, money in it's, money. It's, 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 it's kind of, it's, 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 you could say they blackballing him, but if they blackballing you and you putting gas on the fire, what are you doing to make it better? Well, what gas is he putting on the fire? The man got a man wearing That's a natural. That's a hairstyle. Nah, I, oh, and you're right. I didn't even. I think what Vic said. What Vic said didn't have nothing to do with. I agree. What Vic said, like cut your hair. Like, I mean, what you want? What you want to say to Noah? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a whole lot of people in different games with different hairstyles. Like, that's not the to a point. But the point is, if Colin wants a job, he's gonna have to act like he wants the job, and he's gonna have to. Act. I want to wear jeans to work every day. I want to wear jeans to see a client. It's just not right. What, what, what? I, I want to wear pajamas to see a client. <laughs> but I know if I wear pajamas to see a client, I ain't going to get that contract. You know what's going to happen, though? The, the moment he steps and go backwards, everybody going to be saying, oh, what was that just for show? But he already you know did like that? that. I told y'all that on a, a couple episodes ago. I told you he, he said he was going to stand for the anthem. He already sold y'all out. Already did. All right, let's move on. Joe, what's your second kill yourself and start over? Fuck your second kill. State of Illinois. They ain't gave my fucking tax check yet. Start over. Damn. Well, Joe, I'm not the the best guy to give you tax advice because I've been owing the IRS. I'm going to tell you like Pete said. Don't tell me nothing about nothing. Well, you see how his life is working out for him, right? <laughs> All right. Take your money on the front end, Joe. Don't wait for a tax refund. That's what I've learned. Just don't take too much of it. It's due to me, so give me my fucking money. Was well, due to you because you didn't take it on the front I'm not end. I'm taking no advice. <laughs> Come on. How the hell you get a state anyway? I, I mean, I've been I've been working 25 years. I ain't got a state state refund ever. <laughs> you spend all your money saving hoes. Come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's quick. God damn. Hey, Joe been sitting on that. He been waiting for Rose to fuck up. Hey, hey, Sandy had to be because that shit came out. Fired up. What happened today, man? Say, who you got, man? <laughs> hey, my kids have a side over going out. I don't know who the fuck these dudes is, but them two dudes from Houston, Texas, will return that football player dog door. Yeah. These motherfuckers on the internet, first of all, the whole situation sounds suspicious to me. The man got his dog stole. Everybody looking for the dog. They pop up with the dog. And they on social media with the dog. Then he said, well, we got your dog. We need $20,000 to get him back. <laughs> okay? So, the man said, I need $20,000. But we ain't the ones who took your dog. Okay? He said, we bought it from somebody. First of all, what type of motherfucker buy a dog for $20,000 from somebody they don't know? <laughs> Wait a minute, what type of motherfuckers buy something that costs more than $20 from a motherfucker they don't know? <laughs> they bought a $20,000 dog from a stranger. Man, kill yourself a dog. And that him mother was like, hey, you gotta hit me back. We don't 
We don't we don't want twenty thousand dollars till we sold the dog. We want twenty thousand dollars because we paid twenty thousand dollars for the dog and we just want what we lost. That's crazy. I haven't even heard that story. That's crazy. I heard. I heard it. It's legit. This shit's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. I gotta. I gotta kill yourself. Kill yourself. Start over. If, if if y'all still going for it. Yeah. Go ahead. Y'all probably covered it already. I think. But I want to go back to the fifty cents uh, discussion on four 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 because he still came out this week on a show to talk about it. Oh. Okay. And he said he thought the music was too smart. He thought it was golf course music. And I'm sure you've heard that. Um, I just want to put it out there that the biggest deals in the whole world get signed on the golf course. Real talk. Real talk. Real talk. Yes, Real that's, talk. Why trying, that's why I've been trying to tell Sid over there. What <laughs> <laughs> you telling me about a I'm golf saying, course? Motherfucker. I'm saying that. That's have been on that a long time ago and the fact that 50 cent the fact that 50 cent is still on this fact that it's just too smart people want to get dumbed down people want to have fun and all that i just think he need to kill himself and start over because if we want to advance the mindsets of all these cats you know we gotta that's where the tide is man that's it ain't that it ain't that we created it that way it's just the tide so if you want to be signing bigger deals and running stuff, you need to think about being on the golf course, even if you're black. That's but that's, that's, game. that's mine. Yep, that's game. I, I'm with you 100 percent on that. Cat, you got anybody this week? Motherfucker, your fat ass ain't never been on the golf course in your life. I used to caddy, boy. <laughs> <laughs> caddy, caddy, where? Tell me the closest golf course you that you caddy that. In countryside, <laughs> Illinois, 1993. Go ahead. Cat, you got anybody this year? This year? Man, Cat, uh, you can carry it back in the fucking club. No, I don't have any this week. All right, Roland. Go ahead, Roland. Entertain right. Mine goes to uh, Young Thug. Young uh, Thug, okay. Yeah, Young Thug came out with a, well, he didn't come out with <laughs> your, fa- your, fa- your favorite your favorite rapper, um, Chance the Rapper. Came out with a song called Big D's. And uh Young Thug is featured on that. And he's doing his little rap thing, rapping how he rap, you know, it's trash if you ask me, but who am I? Um, he puts a little pimp C line in there. And um Oh, I heard about this. Yeah, pimp pimp and, and you know what? And what's funny is is I don't necessarily think it might have been a disc or a sneak disc. I think he was just maybe trying to drop the line to get to a point. Everybody knows, unless you've been hiding under a rock, that uh, Young Thug is one of them, quote, air quotes, flexible niggas. You know, one of them dudes who seem to be fruity. Um, just that new age rap thing. Before the mumble rappers, it was like the cross-dressing rappers, right? So um, he had said that, you know, Pip C has been notorious for calling out closet gay rappers. So when he, like, up until he died in 2007, he had made, I'm talking about, like, it, it was almost like this was his, like, plight, like, to really call this thing out, man. And uh, I had did a video on the Cleese Report actually saying that it's a possibility that they took this dude out because of it. Um, he had a real big article in, in some magazine where he's calling out some dudes in Atlanta almost by name. So, um... Well, you anyway, saying they, you saying they killed? 
that's not what I'm saying. I'm I'm alluding to that. I'm I don't have no proof of that, but he damn sure said he's alluding it. to a gay Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> said you took the you took the words right out of my mouth. Like you can laugh. Like he's dead ass. <laughs> like, like, like I'm dead ass serious. Like but what that's they, a whole nother comment. They do that. They do that stabbing with a dildo or something. Else. <laughs> no, no. Hey. We gonna go that hey, 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 before I get before I get to my hey cat. Uh now were you ever part of R. Kelly's uh, sex cult, alleged sex cult? <laughs> no, I wasn't at all. Oh, okay. Okay. Not even a long time ago, long, long time ago. No, okay. well, you... well cat's too <laughs> cat cat would be a little bit too old and a little bit too Hello, well developed. I'm not at all. Uh, yeah, you were cat, cat was cat was nineteen. <laughs> cat, cat was nineteen before. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I'm well, it wasn't that long ago. Cat wasn't cat. Cat was nineteen, and it wasn't that long ago. So I just that's why I'm just. Asking. <laughs> I don't know this too, but I just asking. Just asking. The people want to know this kind of stuff. All right. <laughs> All right, my kill yourself and start over. First goes to uh, uh, Reebok. Said, are you listening to this? I want to give Reebok a kill yourself and start over because it's obviously over. Lonzo Ball is uh, trying to get a, 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 a shoe deal with Big Baller Brand with one of these major companies, and he has worn every single shoe, Adidas, Nike, Under Armour, except Reebok. So obviously that tells me <laughs> That Reebok is done. So kill yourself and start over. Reebok, hit the road, Jack. Uh, even had him some, even had him some lugs and some fubu. <laughs> damn, I mean, I mean, damn, Reebok is just done. This man didn't even, he couldn't even wear it, wear it for a, a quarter, nothing. He, damn, just, he just said he don't even want a deal from them. I mean, damn. Also, uh, to piggyback off what Mayo said, I want to give Jay-Z a kill yourself and start over. Now, look. Hey. Now, he got a new video for 444 with, with people coming in talking about explaining how hard marriage is and stuff like this. Now, I'm going to take a word from said mouth. Where he's talking about somebody. He said, hey, man, you got to do your time. Go do your time by yourself. Leave me out of it. Jay-Z... <laughs> He ain't had to bring. He ain't had to bring every. But look, you the one got marital problems right now. What you bringing, Chris Rock and and that dude from Grey's Anatomy and all these people in here? That nigga trying to take that light off of him. Yeah, you can't do that. Hey, what part of the G code is that? What part of the G code is that? Hold on, man. No, nowhere. No. You don't drag a bunch of people in there. That yeah. These people already done went through their stuff, Cap. What you bring up the they old bones for? He they done already went through that shit. Because I like the I like the talk about that shit. I guess all I'm talking about with that video was the conversation. Like it happens. It it made me feel like a little hopeful for men like okay. oh my gosh as a married man this is the, what that man was doing is this showing hey Beyonce see it's not just me it, they cheat too <laughs> they do it too <laughs> it, I, it ain't just me 
It ain't just me. <laughs> That's all that was, man. Hold on, what, 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 did, what, did, what did Big Dog call it again? The 4-4 <laughs> album, he said it was some snitching. A whole bunch of snitches with a little bit of game sprinkled in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that big dog ass was right. A whole bunch of snitches with a little bit of game sprinkled in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about, give all that up for Menage Trois? Like, yeah, bro. Yeah, I mean, so and you know, I love the album, but I, I didn't like that video. I'm like, damn, that's that's what Jaden came to now. Like, but that just goes to yeah. show. And he picked a bunch of losers. <laughs> hey, but that just goes to show what you yeah, got to do to save your marriage, man. man so I mean, he picked one Negro in a successful marriage. Like, man, sit down somewhere. Right. And my last one is I know we're going to talk about it. Wait, 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 He brought all type of people in his shit, man. What part of the G code is that, man? Right. right. Eric Benay looking for Jay Z right now. <laughs> hey, he, man, he did that. That man did all this dirt. Now he, now he wanna. Hey, one time, oh, shit. Y'all see what I did, right? Shit, y'all motherfuckers, man. Y'all can get a deal too. Don't let talk to the people. Y'all can get a deal too. That's that's that. Part of it, we know. Part of it, because we, you know, some of us married and have. Part of it is. Just venting, like fuck, I can't do that shit no more because I'm with you. Like I said, I, I didn't feel that way until I saw the video. When I saw that video, I'm like, I know he didn't just do this. He's trying to start a death round Oh man. Oh damn. Hey, last one before we get out of here. I want to give the media. Uh, we're going to talk about it more with Big Herd on 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 Lonzo Ball. Y'all got to get kill yourself and start over. You everybody's comparing this guy to Jason Kidd. He would be Jason Kidd. Let me tell you something, brother. Jason Kidd in today's NBA would be Sean Livingston. All right, he cannot. Jason Kidd. You can't. You gotta be able to hit a three. You telling me Lonzo hey, Ball? He, he up at the top of the list though, all time for three pointers. Okay. Hey. Okay. Okay. He, he learned how to shoot toward the end, but I'm talking about in his prime. <laughs> in in his, he became a spot up shooter. He he became a spot up shooter, but Lonzo Ball. Listen, Lonzo, if you expect me to believe this man, he is not quick. He is not fast. He has one weak ass hesitation move that barely gets past guys who are going to be working with me next month. And you mean to tell me this guy is good? He will not be rookie of the year. He will not. He won't even win. He won't even win MVP of the rookie game. This dude is not all that man. He is about seven years away from being a Sean Livingston type player. I'm telling you, he will be. Magic Johnson's Kwame Brown. That's what I read. And I'm a Lakers fan. Kwame Brown? Yes. 
He would be Magic Johnson's Kwame Brown. Yes, I said. I'd be looking for you, CB. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm not too hard to find. I'm I'm inside the cave, brother. All right, that's uh that's this week's kill yourself and start over. Got next. Damn, hold on real quick. Jason Kidd's eighth on the three-point list? What I try to tell you. Motherfucker's talking shit, but he top ten all time. He just, he, that was Philly the, ass little boy. Look, Philly was, little boy. That, was his Dude, last that must final. have been late in his career, man, because I, I didn't know him to be no three-point shooter either. That was his last yeah. five, bro. He wasn't all that. Trust nah, me. Nah, he, he turned his life around after he stopped fucking with Tony Braxton. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, Bra- Jason Kidd was fucking with Tony Braxton? Remember him, Jimmy Jackson broke up. Him, Jimmy Jackson, and Jamal. Oh, oh, that was over Tony Braxton. I remember that. What a hoe! Can we give her Uber of the week? Oh, I didn't know that was Tony Braxton. Though she's such a hoe. She fucked up a nice. Hey, that's that's Tony in her prime, though. That was Tony at her back. Damn, what a what a hoe! Why you calling her a hoe? What's wrong with you? Man, she fucked. She fucked with three niggas on the same team. She a hoe. All the NBA players in the world, she got to mess with three guys the on the same time, She ain't doing it at the same time. Does it matter? Does it matter if a, if, if a woman sleeps with your brother and your other brother, but it's not at the same time? What is she? She a hoe. <laughs> Doesn't matter if she do it at the Point same time. She's a hoe. Point taken. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. I want you to hear this, though, okay? Woman, woman, woman bullshit. You got to stop now. All right, let's get into this. Uh, the Cleez Report. You want answers? Cleez Report. I want the truth! The Cleez Report with Roland on Inside the Cave. You can't handle the truth! All right, uh, we've been doing some research here, and uh, everybody knows that the election has passed, and, and I'm still trying to figure out why would people vote ag- against their own issues? How did Trump get elected? by mostly people who will not benefit from a Republican president or somebody like Donald Trump. So I've been doing research. Now here's the thing. This is a, these are facts and this is not my segment, but Roland will fact check me, all right? Here's, these are, he's gonna fact check me. Here we go. All right, these, this is the truth. You calling me fat man? Is that what you just did? The man said he's gonna fact check. Now check this out, I, like I said, I, I wanna know why would people vote against their own interests and how did Trump get elected? So here are the facts. Republicans have not won the popular vote only but twice, 89 and 2004. All right, in 2000, don't forget it was the votes that were in the uh, Atlantic Ocean that Bush ended up winning. And then now you got in 2016, the whole Russia thing, right? So the thing is with, with Republicans, they always, they're not a growing party. So they look for to divide and conquer the opposite party, which happens to be the Democratic Party, which leads me to Black Lives Matter. Throughout the 2015 and 2016 campaign, Black Lives Matter was everywhere. Anytime somebody, anybody had an altercation with a police officer, someone said all lives matter, blue lives matter, Black Lives Matters was there in masses to protest, stop traffic, they were everywhere. Since Donald Trump has been elected, has anybody heard from Black Lives Matter? 
Philandro Castile, the, the cop killer that killed Philandro Castile, sent home, no problem. All charges, he was acquitted. Where was Black Lives Matter? We had a cop in Oklahoma City that killed a black guy. She was acquitted. Where was Black Lives Matter? Donald, at Donald Trump's inauguration. Where was Black Lives Matter? So since this is a Cleves report, I believe that Black Lives Matter was a rouge and it was a paid for protest set up by members of the Republican Party to divide and conquer the vote. Because what it did was scare off people who typically vote Democrat because they did not like Black Lives Matter and it made people vote against their own wishes. That's my opinion. Now, Roland, go ahead and fact check me. Uh, there's a guy named George Soros who has claimed to be part of the Democratic Party, but who has given money to uh, various um, Republican issues as well. Um, he's one of the main contributors in the Black Lives Matter movement. They have received over $100 million from places like the Ford Foundation, and uh, I can't pronounce the name, this philanthropy group. Uh, George Soros gave over 33 million of that 100 million, and they're actually being controlled and manipulated by uh, a hidden hand. And you can call it a conspiracy, but legitimate um, places like um, the, the fortune.com and the uh, Washington Times have reported this information. So the reason why they're silent is because they have to be in order to keep the money to keep coming in. See, that makes, that, that makes me believe that Black Lives Matter wasn't real. Because where are they? So, so all they did was destroy the vote. And everybody's saying there's people that didn't vote at all because of Black Lives Matter. Think about this. Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter has made people who normally vote not want to vote at all because they felt there's no black guy or there's nobody to represent black people right. on the and, on the and, ballot. Go ahead. And you know what? Black Lives Matter, right from the time it started, to your point, CB, I've always viewed it as that. Because we know what they're against. We really mm -hmm. don't know what they're for. Exactly. That's the best point. I'm glad you said that. You know what I'm saying? So if I don't know what you're for, but all I'm hearing is on what you're against, like you don't have a foundation to resonate. At some point, you're gonna fizzle out. Well, here's so, here's here's more here's more facts, gentlemen. This is this is a very very troubling for you to say that. Mm -hmm. It's very very troubling because they actually do have an organization. They do have a lot of information of what they stand for, but it's not something that's out in the public. So because I'm not. I'm not, getting, I'm not getting on you. I'm saying they haven't done a good job with actually articulating the very thing that they stand for. And then you have all these other cluster groups that claim Black Lives Matter in all these different cities. Like I believe one of the Black Lives Matter gentlemen um, had got caught up and he was on a donkey today for Charlemagne or something like that. He, he didn't start this thing. He's claiming Black Lives Matter and he might be an advocate but the people who started the Black Lives Matter movement is three females, actually. And, and they actually stand for a whole lot of stuff that you may or may not agree with. No, it's been diluted. And the PR, to your point, that has come out from that has been focused on what they're against and not what they're for. Absolutely. So, absolutely. We haven't heard, we haven't heard oh, these guys. I think we lost you. 
Yeah, we lost him. They got his ass. <laughs> that wasn't me. I didn't click him. No, no, no. Nah, they got his ass. You talking too much. <laughs> but, but just think about this, though. Think about this. Like, what, po- don't matter. what point did they serve in this election? They were around for only the campaign. What point did they serve? They were not for any anybody in the election, and they didn't want to get anybody elected. So what point did they serve? Only thing they did was basically help a guy who doesn't support anything that benefits us or oh, no, common no, no. people. CB. Or common. CB, let me help you. They did serve a purpose. <clears throat> okay. What they did was, is if you noticed that they did a whole lot of fighting against Hillary. Now listen, you know my stance on the whole thing. So I'm not I'm not taking a side. All I'm saying is is that they really muddied the waters because the whole thing with the black people, black people didn't care about Benghazi from my understanding. What right. they cared about is the Clinton administration, the the Bill's administration when he was president. They had the whole big three strikes and they had the uh speech that she made where she said she called young black criminals super predators and mm-hmm. must bring them to heel. That was like at the forefront of really putting opposition between black voters and Hillary Clinton. So if you couldn't mm-hmm. vote for Hillary, and this is the whole problem that I got with the so-called democratic process is you only got two choices. So if you don't vote for Hillary, the sure as hell wasn't going as a black Democrat, you wasn't going to vote and, and that's the problem with Black Lives so Matter. That's the problem with Black so Lives Matter. That's the problem with Black Lives Matter. They made it, they presented it like you're voting for Hillary. No, you're voting for that party and you're voting for Obama's legacy because all Trump has been doing has been taking every bit of it, just chopping it down. He has no plan. He just wants to get rid of everything that has happened over the past eight years. That's what they want. So, so, and, and Black Lives Matter, which I think was a paid for group paid for organization by some people that we might not know about just to just to divide and conquer the uh, the electoral process that's my opinion and i'm sticking with it and i don't care who comes at me for it all right you guys got anything on this we can move on anything on this we can i lost y'all there just to make one quick point too about democracy okay Uh, this last election actually showed us what true democracy is and I say that in the sense that look at the last past elections. I realized if you don't have the base, you don't have your party. Um, look at McCain. McCain did not have the base. He was establishment. He lost. Look at Romney. Romney did not have the base. He lost. The Democrats' base this time was Bernie Sanders. They did not pick that man. If Bernie had won, everybody agrees that Bernie would be president. But you know what? It's the whole point is democracy is real democracy. Hillary was not supposed to be the head of the Democrats. They forced that. That's not true democracy. You know, so you can't blame. uh, uh, You can't say the car is bad because you you, because you went to the wrong destination. No, the car worked fine. Actually, it took you to the right spot. You know, that you programmed it to take you. So it's garbage in, garbage out. So we lost that. I know a whole lot of everything. If you think about it, if you don't own the base of your party, you are not going to win. That's Hillary true. did not own the Democratic base. She didn't. It was Bernie Sanders. Where, where I struggled they, with that statement. 
But where I struggle with your statement, though, is is that you're saying it's true democracy. Then why was she the democratic person? Because they faked it. She wasn't. If the Democrats really the real, but that's what's <laughs> wrong with the system. That that's the very point I'm trying. To... That's what he said. Yeah, that's what. Oh, he's okay. Saying. We we saying the same thing. I got mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but the, also yeah. to to your point too, elections are not one in the middle. I think Hillary should have just came out and just said, look, I'm running as a third term Obama and ran all the way to the left. Trump ran all the way to the right. It's about the base. You got to win the base. That's the only thing that wins the election. Trump was elected because there are a lot of, and, and that's something we will never understand because we are not white. So we don't understand the need for a people to solidify themselves in any kind of way they can, politically, socially, economically, anything. A lot of people that voted for Trump that are disgruntled at this point really voted for him, honestly in their hearts, voted for them because they believed that he would bring some sort of balance back to the white man. There are a lot of people who are just voting just like many black people voted Obama based on his race. There were a lot of white people who care less about policies, who could care less about who he stood for. So I think the answer to your question is racism. Trump is there because there are a lot of people who we worked with who didn't have a platform to talk about race before. Now has someone speaking for them. So yeah, they're still there. That's how he got in there because it could have been anybody else. I mean, it could have been anybody else. If they were really reaching out to that person that felt disenfranchised, then he was going to win. He was. And, and, and at the state of affairs, uh, white men feel disenfranchised and they also feel disenfranchised with credit they also feel disenfranchised with properties so if you, if a guy comes and says hey yeah i'm gonna make you superior not just in race again but also financially economically we're gonna put you back on top you're gonna believe that because that was not the platform of anyone before so we have to, to answer the first question you had to be how on earth did he get elected that's how he got elected when it comes to Black Lives Matters, I believe it's that and any other organization. If you want to be funded, there aren't very many people just coming out of their pockets giving to Black Lives Matter. So you got to get corporate. And just like we spoke about Kaepernick, you got to wear your uniform if you're asking as a nonprofit that's for a good, support. That's a good so point. you got to get it mm-hmm. from and, and anybody who's going to give it to you. And I don't think we should... Uh, like black folk with R. Kelly, like, no, I ain't got enough information. We shouldn't do that to them. I think we should, like you spoke about, learn more about what the organization is doing and educate if that's your platform on what what they're oh, doing. Man, I, think I know, I know. To, to, like, I know Black Lives started with three women. I know the whole story. I'm saying their PR, though, what we bad. speak mostly from Black Lives Matter doesn't reflect that. Is my point. I'm saying that they definitely should work on their PR. And this kind right. of discussion is what you know. Because it's all need, about perception. You know, At the end of the day, it's all about perception. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm agreeing a whole uh, 100%. And all I guess I'm saying is, you know, while we are 
you know, uh, evaluating Black Lives Matters, we should definitely say, challenge them as an organization mm-hmm. to say, hey, we know much more about what you do. Right. Can you give us more? Can you do more? You know, how well, the, well, because- you know how the news cycle will change if they said, hey, the houses and uh, Flint, they didn't get water. Did you know Black Lives Matter helped get some water? Now these guys got, do you know what that, do you know what that cycle, you know how that changes everything? Where it's just not, hey, it's the day fire's burning. Here we go. But they have fight. been, but they have been quiet since Trump got elected, which tells me that he must, they must be on the same side as Trump. And they, their only purpose was to divide and money, conquer. The money, the money validates that statement, though. That's what I'm saying. So regardless if it was a ruse from the beginning or they just got infiltrated, the $100 million makes the statement. Like Kat said, you got to wear the uniform. And if the I money. put $33 million in your pocket, I got a say in what you do. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. That was uh, the Cleese Report this week. Give us your feedback and we'll go from there. Hey, let's get into this uh, Cat's Corner. Need some advice? Talk to the only woman allowed inside the cave. It's time for Cat's Corner. Joe, you gonna read it since you did such a good job of reading when I was gone or you want me to read it? <laughs> All right, Cat, you ready for Cat's Corner this week? This came from a lady that... Nah, I can't say that. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, remind me to, remind, re- remind me to edit this out. Remind me to edit, remind me to edit this. This came, this, this came from the girl who uh, who's at this boxing class with me. All right. Anyway, her name is Baby. Uh, my boyfriend took me and my son to his hometown of Dayton this weekend to meet his family. The trip was nice and his family was cordial, but overall, I saw a new side of him. He was being very extra the whole weekend and showing off. On the last night there, he took us and his sister to one of his fa- one of his favorite spots to eat. While ordering our food, he gets into it with the cook behind the counter, and before we knew it, he was knocked out on the floor. We, we had to drag him to the car, and his sister drove us back to his parents' house. The trip back... The trip back to Indy, on the trip back to Indy, he didn't speak to us at all and hasn't spoken to me this week other than one word answers. I have told him that I love him and not ashamed because I really don't know what happened. But he will not talk to me and our relationship isn't the same. Where do I go from here? All right, Kat. Oh, by the way, Kat, if it, just, if it doesn't, if it matters, uh, she's white, he's black, just, just in case anybody cares. Okay. Lucky that wasn't no sister. She would have uh, recorded that, put that shit on World Star Hill. Oh my god! You think I'm not going to the crib? That nigga ain't lying with you. I want. Hey, so the question is, did she have to drive him home because he was fucked up? No, his sister drove all the way back to Indianapolis. Oh, oh no, no. She said he drove back to Indy. Yeah, ain't letting a motherfucker knock that drive me nowhere. Oh, he might pass out. Can I, can I answer the question? <laughs> no, I'm I mean, 
I'm very glad that you guys took the reign because I have absolutely no clue what male pride feels like. So, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't even know. <laughs> know what to think her because it's like, sweetheart, I don't know what he's thinking. I think the best thing you could do is give him his space and let him, I don't know, figure things out. Like it might've knocked some sense into him. I don't know. Like, <laughs> because I don't know how a man would feel if in front of his family with his beautiful white woman, and he gets knocked out. Like, I don't know what that is. I used to be beautiful. Oh, hold on, hold on. You bad looking. If, if she, see, his first mistake was he should have had a sister because she'd have jumped in. <laughs> she might have pinched him. She might have pinched him at least. You know, she might have. Besides just quick, uh, Facebook live and that shit. But at the same cool. time, guys, you guys would have to answer what you think, what you would want your woman to do should that have happened. Because I can't even, I mean, imagine him getting, I guess to me, it's like, well, you should have stepped in when he was getting a little too braggadocious. Like you should have, you know, kind of helped him say, I don't know, I don't know. What that's do you guys think? That's, that's the problem in them relationships. They, if he had a sister, she'd have, she'd have checked that immediately. <laughs> Not so cat. So Kat, she wants to know what what would you do? Like where where would you go from here after this happened? He's not speaking to you. He's not speaking to her it's other than one word. It's a trick question because I wouldn't have let him get knocked out. Like <laughs> she, said she, was sit, she said she was sitting down and then all of a sudden it happened. I'm not saying physically with her body. She's not Wonder Woman. I'm saying with her feminine wiles getting her man to bring it down a little bit you know like I mean everybody I'm sure he was excited it's, it, I understand how it could have happened I'm just saying that on her part as a partner you want to make sure that your partner doesn't do anything to put yourself in danger so you know you definitely have to kind of speak up if he's getting out of control again I don't I don't even think it would have got that far and should he have got knocked out that's what the fuck he deserved and she was very nice for even helping him to the car because <laughs> I would have probably left him there and left him there in his pocket. Like, call me when you cool, you know, because I'll be. Gonna do with me, you know what I mean? Like, it's not about me at this point. This is all about you, and I can't call play. me when you cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Kat, hey, Kat, would you have stood over him like, like Smokey? You <laughs> I'm just saying, hey, man, I can't even imagine watching, like, my date, or this is her man. I can't even imagine my man getting knocked out in front of me. Like, I can't even. <laughs> hey, can, you, can, you, can you imagine a little girl looking at her sister like, uh, don't go play for the food? Don't forget she had her son with him with her too. And the baby. Oh, oh, if I was him, I'd be quiet too then. I don't know that I don't know. Was he out cold, like smelling salt knocked out, or just knocked down? 
I don't know all that. I don't know all that. I think that's the difference. I mean, if the, if he just got hit and fell, that's one thing. But if the nigga was but like, he'd be pretty bad if they had to drag his ass out and his foot on the ground. They were asleep. He was on the way asleep. That nigga was out. Hey, go to wrestling can you imagine going on vacation and the first day of a five-day vacation, you get knocked out in front of your lady? Oh, snap, it was the first day? <laughs> no, it was the last day. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, no, I'm just saying. They it don't matter. Can you, can you imagine getting knocked out in front of your wife? You can't even break up with your wife, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't feeling you no more. I don't think this is gonna work out. You got knocked out in front of your wife. So you can't raise your voice to another man no more ever again. So now she's scared you'll get your ass knocked out again. Well, hold on, you can't raise hold your on. voice to her no more. She'll be like, I'm going to go with that nigga to knock your ass yeah, out. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, Joe. God <laughs> ah, damn. Damn, you can't protect your shit. God no more. That motherfucker said, all right, see you running your mouth. I forgot your ass knocked out last time. Right, what I'm saying, like, for him to, to take it that far means that maybe she isn't a very... <laughs> you know, giving partner, cause your partner's supposed to say, hey, you know, chill out, babe, you going, you know, it's all right, we don't, we cool, we gonna go now, like, you know when to say when, and if you don't, at least the person you with should prevent you from getting knocked out. Like, what kind of fag kick are you? To let him <laughs> get it. You've been in back home, egging him on and shit, like, fuck him up, babe, fuck him up. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's, let's try to attempt to answer the young lady's question. All right, here's the issue, right? Bobby Flay, man. He got knocked out by Bobby Flay. <laughs> <laughs> he got knocked out by 
That nigga who just got done doing two to five. You want that bullshit? That's the joint. They couldn't tell how big that nigga was from behind that counter. At some point, when he talking shit to him, he came from behind that counter. He's like, oh shit, I done fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh. what was he supposed to do, man? He got himself in too deep. You came back out now. Could he, could he apologize? That was just bullshit. He should have did, did something different than trying to stop that nigga's fist with his chin. <laughs> got some advice for old girl. What you get? Once you white, you, know, you don't. Once you go black, you don't go back. Yeah. Go back, goddamn it. Yeah, you're gonna get it. Her Steven. Yeah, yeah. Once you get knocked out, your bitch gotta move out. At least with Steven, she know that nigga getting knocked out. She knows Steven getting knocked out. Right. Now, how can you even say, oh, this motherfucker bothering you, baby? I ain't gonna straighten his ass out. Nigga, no, you ain't. No, you ain't. You're gonna get knocked out. He's so I, I, I remember the 90s. Are you guys saying that they actually aren't going to work out anymore now? Hell no. no. I can stay with somebody that got their ass knocked out. I bet she pissed on herself when she talking about going to a restaurant. <laughs> going to restaurants, baby. Just bring me the food back. Yeah. <laughs> you want everything to go. All right. All right, Roland. Uh, well, well, you said you wanted to try to help. Go ahead and try to help before we end this segment. What I was going to say was... <clears throat> Is that, <laughs> I can't even get it out now. <clears throat> she she definitely got to start looking for her out plan because bruh man way too extra. And apparently he's a shit starter. So when he went to home, back home, he was doing the most and he can't back it up. So <clears throat> if any other thing- like he, like, like he can't join the gym and shit. Like karate classes and shit. <laughs> man, listen. Wait a minute. So you gonna wait, wait, remember <laughs> Remember, he didn't act like this before. This, he uh -huh. got home, uh -huh. he got Wait a minute. Right Wait a minute. You gonna get knocked out in front of your lady, out of town, and go back to town and join the karate class? You got to leave this motherfucker, baby. Leave this motherfucker. Yeah, I, I, I second that. I second that. Yeah, All right. right there. I'm gonna get knocked out in front of my chicken and then go join Tybo class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. You need to learn some self-defense. Right. Now, now Bruce Lee. At least, he got, Bruce. hey, if he don't do it for her, he got to do it for the next chick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what's easier? You know what's easier than taking karate classes? Shutting the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Coming from a nigga that had a lot of win in his jaws, trust me. And a lot of it knocked out. Hell no, I ain't never got knocked out. I'm saying the guy backs my shit up. He need to shut the fuck up. 
All right. That was uh, Cat's Corner. Sorry, baby. I don't, uh, I'm pretty sure we didn't help you. Thought provoking ignorance with special guests and cave crush interviews. Inside the cave. Now that's how you podcast. Inside the cave. Are, are you enjoying this episode of Inside the Cave? Well, get your ass up and rate us on iTunes. Inside the Cave Podcast. Five stars, or kill yourself and start over. Get the latest in cave fashion at CaveCrushShop.com. That's CaveCrushShop.com. Follow Inside the Cave on Instagram at Inside the Cave and at Cave Crush for the hottest women on the planet. Like Inside the Cave on Facebook, Inside the Cave Podcast, and follow Inside the Cave on Twitter at Cave Crush. Inside the Cave. Thought-provoking in-ring guy talk with special guests and Cave Crush interviews. Let's get ready to rumble. It's time for the battle. Who you got, son? On Inside the Cave. Back to the lecture at hand. All right, this is a new segment I want to do real quick. You know, I know that uh, Conor McGregor and uh, and Floyd Mayweather is fighting, so I wanted to do a battle. I want to get everybody's opinion. I'm going to uh, med- not meditate. What's the right word, Kat? You went to college. Mediate. Mediate. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm going to mediate this. All right. <laughs> We're talking this week, P. Diddy versus Jermaine Dupree. All right? I want to know from everybody who was the best overall, better producer, manager, philanthropist, artist. Let's take Ciroc and Sean John out of it because that's going to make Puff kill JD. But I'm just talking about strictly when they were both in the music biz, just 100% doing the music. You know, their influence over hip-hop. I want to know. So let me give the tale of the tape to all of our listeners. Diddy, label was bad boy, of course. JD, Jermaine Dupree, so-so deaf. Most notable artists under Diddy, Notorious B.I.G., Mace, 112, Faith in Total. Jermaine Dupree, Bow Wow, Criss Cross, The Brat, Jagged Edge, Escape. Both have produced from... (laughs) Both have produced for major artists. Jermaine Dupree has Mariah Carey, Janet Jackson, Usher, and TLC. Diddy, Jay-Z, Mary J. Blige, Outkast, just to name a couple. Album sales, Diddy over 75 million from Bad Boy. Jermaine Dupree, 20 million, mostly just from Bow Wow. So, my question to you guys on Inside the Cave, who you got? Who wants to go first? Don't all speak at once. I'm going to go first because I got to get out of here. Okay, go. Who you got? TV. Two of my least favorite people on earth than these two when it comes to music. Now, not to say that I'm knocking either of them. They both have been a part of the soundtrack of my life. Crisscross definitely was uh, special to me as a young girl. But also Biggie changed the way I thought about the way words went together and rhymed. So, you know, realistically, they both have played important parts in my life so uh i can't say either one i can I, I can say that puff has been more 
I guess, notably successful, but then I can say Jermaine Dupree comes from a legacy of people who make artists and, and he has nothing to worry about mm -hmm. either. So I'm, I'm kind of torn and I can't really pick one because again, neither of them are like my all time favorite people, you know, musically to, discu to discuss. Okay. I, but I if you had to pick one, bullet to a gun to your head, you got to pick one. Of course I'm going right to go with, of course I'm going to go with Puffy. He had Biggie and Biggie again, was like influential in like language to me. So I definitely am gonna go with Puppy. Uh, who you got, Roller? All right, listen, I'ma just go ahead. We are gonna end the segment on this statement alone, all right? Nobody else should be able to come with a JD argument because I'm just gonna give you a kill yourself and start over next week. It's Puffy hands down. If you stop their careers at the point where Puff kind of went into mogul stage, I'm talking about forgetting all of that. Do you really understand and appreciate what Puffy has done for hip hop music? First of all, you did a disservice to that little bio you gave to Puffy. Number one is he started at Uptown Records mm. for free. He, he worked in A&R for free. I think it was for a year and a half to two years. He personally helped develop Jodeci. He True. is he is the sound. He is the actual sound of the '90s. That's True. his sound. That whole group of artists in that era. That's the Puffy sound. He had he made a whole genre of hip hop by himself. JD can't touch that. The dude discovered Biggie, well, not really discovered Biggie, he ushered Biggie into the into the uh, the music, into the okay. hip hop, you know, this stratosphere that he had. He took, he took, uh, what's his name, Mace? Mm. You know, dude barely could talk, took his career and blew it way up. This dude has personally developed so many artists and remixed so many hits where nobody, well, that's not true, nobody, because Dr. Dre was kind of doing it too, but he just did it differently and gave us a whole new era of our 60s, 70s music. Puffy hands down. Right. I, I, I th I'm not, I probably, uh, to Roland's point though, hands down, man, like, it's no comparison. Um, I, I'm even looking at the Hip Hop Hall of Fame right now, and if you're the, <laughs> I mean, it's no question that Puff Daddy Diddy's gonna be in the hip hop hall of fame. Absolutely. Jermaine Dupree will too. Yeah, well, yeah, but probably Diddy first. Y'all <laughs> gonna... just gonna disrespect JD like that though? That's what I'm about to say. Okay, go ahead. Go no, no, go. I think JD, no, no, no. JD got, I mean, but let's, even when you look at the numbers, right? 20 million to 75 million, that's a whole lot. That's a whole lot, not just in just the numbers, but what inflated those numbers to Roland's point. You gotta own a generation to have those numbers. You just don't get them. But, but think about this. Think about this, Mayo. Mm -hmm. Puff, Puff, Puff had a bunch of people around him. Like JD actually wrote and produced Usher and Mariah Carey's best best work. Period. Like think about that. So I mean, yeah. don't sleep on JD now. Don't sleep on JD. Not this, that's that's not what we're doing here. We we are doing a head-to-head -head 
celebrity death match, bro. It ain't about what he did. It's what he did is doing against us. Yeah, and he just there's no way. It's it's a it's Puff, an unfair fight. Puffy had more artists, but JD had better. He might have only uh, had. It ain't a, about the, It's not about the artists, and ain't mm. about the hits neither, man. You missing the point. He made a sound. And you just you are you are you are hip hop hall of fame like Mayo just said you are you are a whole other type of artist when you make a sound. You know what I mean? Like like for instance, this whole uh, what is it? The Migos and Future and all. Like no, like it's a sound, but nobody can really prove who made it first and they biting this and man, listen. When Puffy came out and he made that remix, just like for instance. Just like Dr. Dre, the G fight sound, he made that. He 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 developed that sound, and everything after that copied it. Right. Matter of fact, Puffy is single. Like you saying that JD went for Mariah Carey, but do you realize Mariah Carey didn't get hot again until she had Puffy on the track? He re he regurgitated her career. But JD gave her her highest selling album. Period. That's true. We're talking diamond, bro. Diamond. Same thing with Usher, Diamond. That's true. Uh, And we're not saying like Mariah, I mean, we don't forget that Mariah played a whole part in that too. Like, yeah, he produced that, but Mariah is like on another level. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's not rule it out. But what was her her next album after JD? It it, it wasn't Diamond. (laughs) She wouldn't even even have got the JD if, if it wasn't for Puffy. He fired. They had to fire JD, man. Remember, JD became a manager. JD became Araya's manager. He got fired after because none was happening. The hits weren't coming. And then JD blamed Mariah's creative process for it. Like, and at times we all forget that what goes on behind, like to CB's point, oh, he sat down in the studio. What we realize, people don't, nobody's in the on the dance floor asking how many guys produced that track to dance to it. They don't care. They're just focused on results. So if it's 10 people on the track that made that track and made it hot and it's number one for this year, don't nobody care. We, the hip hop fanatics, we, the producer fanatics, we want to know. But that person who's just vibing on the dance floor, nah, they don't care. It's five people that was playing. Okay. Puff ran New York, JD ran ATL. Let's just go ahead and call it like it is. For a five year span, JD ran the A. Puff ran New yeah, York. He ran the, the game, but Puffy ran the East Coast. Yeah, that's true. Puffy ran the East Coast. Puffy ran the hip hop game. I was in Nigeria when Puffy was hitting. And I'm telling you, man, when that shiny suits was hitting, man, he was running the world. It wasn't even about New York, it was a global thing. Now, no doubt, we knew about JD too. Like, everybody knew about JD. But Puffy was a movement. Bad Boy yeah, that's was. That's what I'm saying. He was, you know, movie. yep. Social death movement. It was just a bunch of artists that would come on from the brat, you know, to crisscross, like a whole bunch it of them. That bunch of kids. It was a whole bunch of kids. Right. It wasn't a movement. You know, like, let's, just, let's just be honest. Diddy versus almost anybody is going to be Diddy in the wash. You know what the real conversation is? What's it's the not real? the real conversation ain't Diddy versus JD. Let's do dominating. Think of it in a dominating era. Who who had the better run? Let's talk runs. Let's do a better comparison would be 
Bad Boy Run versus Rockefeller Run would be So So Def JD Run versus Irv Gotti and Murder Inc. Run. Now, them mm-hmm. are terrible. All right, well, that's something you we can't do. toe to toe against anybody, man. Nobody. You know what, said When you put another level, though. I'm not even, I ain't even all like jocking Puffy all like that. But when you say it like that, you right. I just don't, I can't even think of another camp that you could really even put with Puffy. Not no. in that era. He was a movement. Like, no, like, I can't, like, I was a true hip hop head back then, man. I'm talking about from the hip hop to the R&B, like, Hurt, Mary J. Blige. Dude, listen, the 411, that's yep. Puffy. My life. My life. I mean, we just even talking about ready to die. <laughs> just ready to die alone, G. Well, I think it's unfair <laughs> to even bring Big up because Big is just, you know what I mean? Like, okay. but, but still, but still, oh, Puffy curated that. Puffy know, curated that. I know. I'm saying, you put Big, you put Big with somebody else, he might not be Big. Okay. What about? Okay, this gonna sound crazy though. What about Bow Wow? Don't bow wow one list of one oh six apart. Man, I'm about to put you on mute for saying that shit. Hold on. But but you gotta but you gotta respect the numbers. You just don't respect you don't wanna respect Bow Wow because he was a kid. You gotta respect the number and what he did. You gotta respect that. Whether you like it or not. You I can't mean, you can't push Bow Wow to the side because he was a kid. Sad, sad, sad. You other than the other than the herd, I think that if we didn't have the herd on the show. You are you are our sports segment. So tell me well, this. Let's think about it. Y'all know that. Is it always about the numbers, though? Well, you know what but, but what are we comparing? We got to take everything into account in, in the totality. Bow Wow sold more than Biggie. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Dude, so, but you got to give him. You got to give him some credit for that. You got to give him some. You can't just say Bow Wow. Bow Wow. Even crisscross, man. That them. Right. World, man, like that, because Bow Wow. Let's just say Bow Wow would have signed with somebody else. He might not have been Bow Wow. So that's on. exactly what happened. Snoop found Bow Wow and took him to JD because he didn't know what to do with him. Come on now, let's do all the homework, not half of it. As a work, y'all about to get y'all hip hop card revoked, man. That that shit. It's not about numbers when it comes. <laughs> But come, come on, man. You you don't want to take numbers into account now because you lose in this part of the argument. You have to add that to it. You have to add that to it. You have to take that into account. Bow wow, bow wow. Yeah, you talking bow wow? You gotta respect what he did. It's important. Yeah, come on, man. Don't be like that, bro. Hey, yeah, and we can't rule. We can't rule JDM. I remember Usher. They took Usher to Puffy. Puffy couldn't do none with Usher. Exactly. It, it, it was when Usher got with JD hey. that Usher popped. Thank you. Hey. Because yeah, hey. and Jagged Edge sold more. I hear. I, listen. And I ja- hear what y'all selling. I'm and not Jagged Edge sold more than one twelve, bro. <laughs> one twelve. No, listen. I will give y'all that on that argument. One twelve wasn't wasn't better than uh, Jagged. I'll give you that. I love 112 though. I, I'm biased. I like Jagged Edge. I love 112 better. But Jagged yeah, Edge like, so like, more. I, and, and, and something. And something. Well, we're looking at both of them. And some things, Puffy, I mean, uh, Jermaine going to be more than Puffy. Puffy going to be more than Jermaine. But when you look at the total aggregate, nah. Yeah. Puffy. Like, nah. Puffy. If you really want to. But you also hear more artists than. CB. If you really want to take this to another level, we can't do it on this show, but that's a good point. 
if you took each group and paired them towards the other group, I think we would have a better argument or a That's better definitive explanation for who's really coming out on top. So for instance, what's the best rap rapper that Puffy had? Then what's the best rapper JD had? What's the best girl group? What's the best girl? You know what I mean? Like, so that thing. Okay. Uh, like, let me ask y'all one last question before we, let me ask y'all one last question then. If, if, if Puff was all that, why did Mace and Biggie both want to do, do business with JD? I'll tell, I'll tell you real quick why. Um, and that's part, and of what's, that's part of what's affecting JD now. There's a reason Puffy's successful. That's successful because Puffy's playing the game, right? A lot of these cats, didn't, they don't understand like, hey, this is how corporate, this is how the structure works. People like Puffy were quick to pick that up. Like, oh, this is what I got to do. This is what I got to do to navigate these quarters. I mean, you still had JD filing for bankruptcy a few years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, True. And Puffy was a businessman. He was sharp on the business part. Like, hey, yeah. this is what okay. you, hey, you ain't, you know, he ain't, you know, he ain't calling, um, calling, you know? You're like, man, I'm, I'm cleaning up, dude. <laughs> No, yeah, like I'm so he knew how to play the game. He knew the corporate structure. He knew how to blend in the corporate structure. You know, he won. He won a, a dame. You know, uh, wrecking conference conference offices. You know what I'm saying to make a point. And all those things count. All those things count. So that's what it is. Like all we got to do is look at that. A few years ago, Jermaine was still filing for bankruptcy. That's true. About to be a billionaire. That's true. <laughs> The relevancy. Look at the relevancy of him today. You know, did he still reinvent himself? Yeah. I gotta hand it to him there, but I will say, and one one thing I'll say in JD's defense is that Puffy may have had an unfair advantage coming out of New York, because no matter what you say about West Coast rap and Southern rap, at the end of the day, stuff for a long time still moved through the through East Coast, through New York. So yeah. I think yeah. that had a little bit to do with it as well. All right, let's end it there. That was our, uh, that was, go ahead. All right, that was the battle. You tell us your opinions. I thought it was an interesting topic. I knew Mayo was coming on the last time we came on. We had an interesting debate on a whole bunch of stuff, so I figured we can do that again. Follow inside the cave on Instagram for more thought-provoking ignorance. We repost, you decide. Let's take a trip to the South With Big Dog's Country Rap Tune of the Week Reppin' the A, shout Check it, check it out Check it So, so deaf Bad boy Collaboration Listen to the notorious Big in the house We got the brat in the house And me, I know who I be. Check it. Inside the cave. That you love to ride to. Funk for your trunk is what I provide you. So slide through your hood with me in your deck is your correct way to get your groove on. Fluffs and I paid the cost to be the boss as a kid. Now I be the one that you can't mess with. They thought luck did it, but it didn't. Cause I'm back again, back with the big and my newfound friend. Sliding in from the front, never way behind. You're trying to figure how I came with the style of mine. Remain in your seats as I release the clip into your hip. Brad and Biggie Small. All shit 
on top of all that, I'm so, so remarkable. Uh-huh. Flow, making competition know Ain't an MC coming close to the notorious B.I.G., baby, baby. Uh. Big Dogs Country Rap Tour of the Week. Big Dogs Country Rap Tour of the Week. It's your boy Big Dog, and I'm going inside the cave with Big Dog's country rap tunes. Inside the cave. I never knew that you never had a clue uh-huh. on who was the king of the street. Four deep in the Range Rover Jeep, uh-huh. guns under the seat, and my man just came home from work release. Chris Style in my lap, chronic in the air. Now Biggie Pets, what's lit like you just don't care? Yeah, you're on my hit list, Biggie Burns splits. When I'm pissed, release the Rolex from your wrist, baby. No human being, Korean or European, be singing what Biggie singing, not even peeing. In they draws because Biggie Smalls is far from weak. Rats and Jack, please speak. Just close your eyes. Cause you already see the notorious V-R-A-T. The world combination, destination number one. Total gun with no hesitation. Live with the folk, the five cutie pie. Get by the tide, the smalls by her side. If you mess with her, you got to mess with me. What? And we'll be rapping at your eulogy, baby. Down in the trap with Big Dogs. Country rap tune of the week. Ripping the A. Did you? Tat, 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 please speak. I got the funk in my pocket, keep it locked down. To show that you know who represent them platinum sounds. Now, baby, Biggie, I done heard that juicy. Didn't find nothing but truth in the hook. Be a pleasure to wreck with a notorious hustler ready to die. I jumped in the bins, took me a little ride round the mountain, broke a left hit. So, so deaf and told the homie JD I was the one buck the rest. We funked the fire, kicking it live. Robin Leaks teaching me how to really survive. Whether it be track or blunt, ain't no need to front. Got what you need, and I take care of Thing you ever wanted, knucker, we come in mass, it's pippin' ass, it's glass, it's full of moet, the Rolex is parvade, parquet, B to the R-A-T, rollin' off swole on chrome 17. Big Dog with the Country Rap Tune, turn it up. Alright, that was the Big Dog's Country Rap Tune of the Week, now it's time for our favorite part of the show, Tell Me Something Joe. Dirty headlines, nasty stories, freaky tales. It's time for the dirt sheets with Joe Dirt on Inside the Cave. Alright, this is going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. I got this story here. Oh, brother. The guy who won a lottery and chose to do something crazy wound up causing his life. Uh oh. And a lottery winner dies after gold plating his testicles. <laughs> oh, man. Growing up in a life of poverty, 38-year-old Justin Green saw his hopes and dreams come true when he hit the $100 million Georgia lottery. Uh, his friends reported that he started living better. Um, quit his job at Walmart. Got a lot of flashy and uh things. Stuck on the movie Gold Member. Remember that movie, Austin Powers Gold Member? Yes, I remember. Goldfinger. Uh, Austin Powers was hunting a criminal mastermind who colored his victim's man parts in gold. He wanted his man's parts covered in gold. According to the family members, uh, after he went on the shopping spree, uh, he wanted to get his balls. However, he was turned down by people to do so. 
but he started doing it with painting them, head-based paint. <laughs> uh, quickly decided that it wasn't good enough. He needed to go get real gold. Trying to do. He used a professional automotive gold plater. Far from a garage. Twelve hours later, you kind of tell somebody else found him dead. So he did it himself. The gold plate his balls, and it didn't work out for him. Oh man. He said, "Look good in his casket. I guess they leave his balls hanging out. They gold." Where, where did he get the gold from? Where did he get the gold, gold from? Yeah, how do you, you get the gold from? How you get the gold to, 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 I don't know how you do that. All right, huh? never mind. Hey, you already know them corners gonna take that gold before they, before they, before they bury him. Oh, they gonna chop his balls off and keep that gold. Oh yeah, them corners dirty. Them corners dirty as hell. Right, and this episode of Dirt Sheets is sponsored by oh, bro. Who? <laughs> we can't hear you, Joe. Speak up. No, nah, you low as heck. I don't know why. You close to the mic. I am. I'm as close as I can get. How I sound now. Still low, but we can hear you better. With the mic. All right, go ahead, Joe. Can you hear me? Yeah. Right, well, uh, the third season is sponsored by Mr. R. Kelly. Ooh. Fan of the news. His new mixtape. 18 years old, and I'm in control of you. Songs <laughs> <laughs> like a religious love and a cult. I know you do. Here they go. Religious love for you, baby. Every night I pray to be David Koresh one day. <laughs> Drink my Kool-Aid while I shower you in my lemonade. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you got other songs like Half on a Baby Doll, Half on a Baby Doll. <laughs> Damn. And uh, you're going to some of my favorite lyrics right here. Uh, when you say green light, I'ma go. Yellow light, I'ma pee on you slow. Red light, I'ma stop. When you say switch lanes, open the door, kick out because you lied to me. Bitch, you over 23. I guess you don't like women. Uh-huh. That's under 23, so. That's Mr. R. Kelly. Go get Mr. R. Kelly's new mixtape. 18 years old, and I'm in total control of you. To uh, Damn you. Damn it, Joe. Damn it, Joe. Damn it, Joe. Damn it, Joe. That's all I can say. That's all I can say. Now, if you want to, if you want to participate in some interesting conversation, you can go over to the Cleves Report on IG and jump in on some of those videos in the comment section, and you can participate in some interesting takes from the Cleves. Right, I'm gonna have to do that. <laughs> yeah, everybody got it. All right. Uh, the Dirt Sheets by Joe Dirt. Well, Cap, Cap, let me ask you this before, uh, because I know you say you got to uh, go. 
Cat, let me ask Cat this before you gotta go. You got any opinions on the Oho R. Kelly thing before we go? Before we go. Do I have any opinion? I think it's fucking sad. Don't have me start relaying phone numbers for people to call and get help. <laughs> Cat, I said opinion, not yeah, o Cat. Cat, you're trying to be funny. I heard you. I said opinion. I said opinion. You said opinion. I did not it's say opinion. It's the worst situation ever. I'm just saying, we have a guy who just likes younger women. We want to judge him. It's hard for us to judge him. I mean, I, I don't I don't know why we, as black folk, feel the need to blame the victim all the time. Like, I mean, it's just some family members saying, hey, I want to see my daughter. And granted, she is of age. And granted, she is of sound mind from what we understand. But... I mean, if you're in a relationship with somebody and you're basically saying, like, don't talk to your relatives unless I tell you you can, that's kind of freaky, you know? And that might be something she enjoys, but I don't think that's cool. But we, who are we to judge? So I'm very, very torn by the fact that we're still having this conversation. Like, you know, so many comedians have said, if somebody for 20 years say you a crackhead, it's really hard for us to defend that you're not a crackhead. Especially if that's the, the, like, nobody can say CB does meth. That's not a rumor that's going around. That's not a rumor that's lasted 20 years. So if right. someone was like, yeah, CB does meth, it's like, God damn, CB, when you start doing that, then I would give you a phone number to get some help. So, I mean, we have somebody who has a, a legacy of doing things, and, and, and we are very quick, again, as a people, to be like, see, he doing that shit again. Like, I don't know. Maybe he has mental issues. Maybe he, you know, he. Give him the know, number, cat. Give him the number. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, y'all. I'm trying not to do it, but I do have a number. If you are a victim of sexual, <laughs> you should call eight seven seven nine nine five five two four seven. You guys are joking, but I guarantee somebody, one person has made this phone call. And maybe one of these young ladies will reach out to someone and say, yeah, so I do think it is kind of crazy. He take all the lunch meat when he leave and I can't make the phone. <laughs> then he come back. He may want to talk to someone about that. So hopefully it helps somebody. All right, man. That was Inside the Cave Loaded Show today. Thanks to everybody for listening everywhere you've been listening, man. iHeart has been popping. Uh, shout out again to Mayo. Mayo, tell everybody your website and everything again, man. Hey man, uh, feedshiphop.com. Uh, you can go check it out. We got feeds all over. And uh, if y'all need uh, um, any uh, social media help, I own an agency called Biz Crown Media in the Chicago land area. And that's what we do. We do marketing for businesses. So whichever one y'all need, man, we help. Hey, Jay, man, Jay Double. I don't know why we calling you Mayo. I don't know what, your name is Jay Double. I don't know why we've been calling you Mayo. Your name is Jay Double. My bad. But look. I Hey man, you know you always welcome to come on, man. You know when we record, so just always feel free to come on, bro. You know you. Hey man, I'm actually happy y'all on Zoom now, so that makes it a whole lot easier because we used to have to meet up. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, man. I want to shout out uh, my man over in West Chicago at the Vape Shop. Last name Chavez. I don't know what his first name is, but he downloaded uh, the podcast on uh, on iHeart. Hey, like that'll be. Hat. He liked the hat. I told him go on the website and get him a hat. Cavecrushshop.com. You're talking about that website, right, Joe? Exactly. So you told him to go to cavecrushshop.com and uh, shop there. Exactly. 
Oh, okay. Well, I'll tell everybody again. Go to CaveCrushShop.com. Use the promo code this week, DIRT, in the, uh, right at checkout and get yourself a discount on all things Cave Crush and Inside the Cave. All right. That was our show this week. Once again, check out the Cleves Report and at 3 Lee Films. Follow us everywhere inside the cave. Shout out to Big Dog in his absence. Vellyville, cousin of my international D. Sid was here, the lovely cat. And I'm CB, and I'm the real CB. And we'll catch y'all ass next week on Inside the Cave. Thank you for listening to Inside the Cave. Inside the Cave now brings you the official store to get all things Cave Crush and Inside the Cave at CaveCrushShop.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Cave Crush and like our Facebook page, Cave Crush Shop. Inside the cave. 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 You're on the number one show inside the cave. Three Lee Films.